We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood saved us. Oh, one day when we were lost, Jesus died on the cross. And we know it was his blood saved us. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood saved us. Oh, one day when we were lost, Jesus died on the cross. And we know it was his blood saved us. It was our Savior's blood. It was our Savior's blood. It was our Savior's blood. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. How you think so much of us, how you love us so good. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, once more and again, God, we humbly bow, God, before thee to say thank you for first and foremost. And to ask you anywhere and everywhere that we fail you today in word and deed or in thought, please be so kind as to forgive us as we press forward, God, to be who you would have us to be. We'll constantly be reminded of your word that cannot change. And that is that you promise never to leave us, not forsake us. So, and as we ask you every day, Lord, even when, when the things rise up in our life that try to beset us, God, we know that you're right there with us. And just because you don't work it out sometimes like we think it should be worked out, we know that you're right there with us. And we want to be able to maintain that mindset. We want to be able to keep that in the forefront of our minds, that as we move forward, God, whatever befalls us, if you don't deliver us in it, you'll deliver us out of it. And for that, we say thank you. All those that are sick and shut in everywhere, God, wherever their sick bed is, we ask you again tonight to send the Holy Ghost, God, hallelujah to go visit those sick beds, particularly for those of the household of faith. Touch their bodies, God. Bring about restoration, God. Bring about healing in the name of Jesus, even if it takes a miracle. And for all that, we thank you. We know, God, tonight that you, God, also are the restorer, God, of self-sufficiency and financial independence, God, because the world has been hit hard because you've loosed your army in the land. God, and econ economies, God, uh, all over the place, God, and we, we know tonight, hallelujah, God, oh God, thank you, God, that how the, the prices on things are just fluctuating up and down, and, and we just don't know what to do, except the salaries and what people are being paid are not up and down, but we depend on you, Holy Father, to bring us through whatever it is that befalls us, hallelujah, and we ask you to do to do it, God, in the name of Jesus the Christ. 
We ask you, God, to continue to move by your spirit, God, for those that have lost their way, God, they have been beset by Satan because he encouraged them to lean to their own understanding. They allowed their feelings and their emotions to control them. And they made decisions, God, that put them in a bad place. But God, as they turn, and Lord, please forgive me, God, hear that cry and reestablish their goal and get them back on the right path in life and do it, God, because we know only you can do that. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. We ask you, God, to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. God, just console them, God, and raise them up. God, get their heads up, God, and let them be reminded that you're God and you don't make mistakes. And for all of these things, we thank you. For all these things, we say hallelujah. God, for everything that you've done, hallelujah. What you are doing, hallelujah. For what you're going to do, hallelujah. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. And we want you to just breathe in written epistle church. Breathe in us, breathe on us, breathe through us, God. God, and just fix and repair and restore like only you can. Even for those that are part of the ministry, have loved ones and family members, God, that don't even go to church and they mock them for going to church. God, we lift them up tonight again unto you, Lord God, that you would touch their hearts, God, and turn them from that darkness they're in into the light that you have created for the righteous. For these things, we say thank you, God. And we know that you're going to do what we ask because we do ask them in Jesus' name. Have your way in the furtherance of this session tonight. And we thank you and we praise you. Amen and thank you, God. Amen. Just clap your hands and give the Lord praise if you will. We believe God. We believe God. We'll add what we will and it shall be done. We'll trust and obey. We'll let him have his way. We believe, we believe God. Oh, we believe God. We believe God. We'll ask what we will and it shall be done. We'll trust and obey. We'll let him have his way. We believe, we believe God, oh, we believe God, we believe God, we'll ask what we will, and it shall be done, we'll trust and obey, we'll let him have his way, we believe and we believe God. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and give the Lord a praise. Right where you're sitting, give God praise. Hallelujah. Just give him the hallelujah praise. Right where you're sitting. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Invite him into your presence right now. Invite him to demonstrate his presence with you. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. And good evening to each of you. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for his goodness, for his mercy, and the opportunity to be able to, amen, to come into fellowship with you all again tonight. And as I often say, praise the Lord, just to behold your faces, amen, praise the Lord, there's nothing about it that seems like you are here and you don't want to be here now. And that makes me smile, amen, praise God, because the thing about God knows the heart of people, amen. And we want to move forward and be demonstrators of the truth of God 
We want to show God gratitude for the mercy that he's shown us by being able to help others to come out of the darkness that they're in as he blessed us to come out of that dark into this light that he's created for the righteous. Amen. We thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. Amen. We thank God, praise the Lord, for uh, helping us to see his work going on around the world. Amen. And we, he's allowing us to see some of the things that are going on around the world that's causing him to do some of the things that he's doing because we know, amen, even from the prophet Joel, that the Lord released his army in the land, amen, and it had a negative effect, a negative impact on his people. And he let them know because joy has withered away from the sons of men, letting them know even then that you stop praising me, you stop looking up to me, you stop being obedient to, the, to your charge, amen, and because of rebellion and disrespect and disobedience, amen, the wrath of God is upon the land. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the kind of thing we already know. I mean, you can't hide from him. You can't run from him. You will move to this place or that place. I mean, wherever you go, you go. Amen. And so we're just asking God to help us and to bless us. Praise the Lord. Because like I often say, you know, with all the, 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 the catastrophic things that are going on, these sad things that are going on in the Ukraine, Amen. There are other parts of the country that these same kinds of things are taking place, but nobody have the interest of taking their cameras there, uh, taking, you know, going and reporting. Amen. But a lot of people around the world are suffering. And that's why I think it's just so important and so imperative that we that believe God, we're going to have to cry out for others. Amen. Because the Lord said, love ye one another. Amen. Been charged as he's loved us, and we we're to love one another with this have mercy, amen. Be forgiving people, praise the Lord, because the Lord let us know, even by his son, amen. Praise God that if we we should forgive one another and don't hold grudges and bitterness in our hearts, because if we do, our heavenly father won't forgive us when we desire or require, amen. Forgiveness. So we want to just try to learn more about the word, get more clarity and more understanding of the word, amen, that we'll know how to conduct ourselves and learn how to do better and please the Lord. As the prophet said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we learn how to do what God has charged us to do, it's going to give him joy. When he gets, we, he gets joy, he gives us strength to move forward, to even do a better job of what we did to give him that joy. Amen. Um, and I think it's, it would be remiss for me not to, to kind of just say that a lot of things that are happening to people, amen, praise the Lord, is happening because God has given every man the volition, the ability to make decisions. Amen. And to, more often than not, people are making poor decisions. And when the results of their decision come full force with them, they want to blame somebody else for it happening. But I, I tell you, amen, that uh, the scripture teaches us if, if we're going to suffer, let's suffer for Christ's sake. Yes. Let us not suffer for being unrighteous. 
Amen. Let's not suffer for being evildoers. Amen. Praise the Lord. But let us suffer if we suffer for Christ's sake. Amen. So this knowledge, this understanding has been available to us for over two millenniums. And the church is getting worse and worse about following the instruction and the teachings of God. Amen. Uh, we look around the, the world and we see all of these different spirits and all of this kind of thing. And just um, in the news, and you all have heard it, this young lady that, that played ball that's in, in this locked up over in Russia. Amen. <clears throat> I hope that they can get her out of jail and everybody else is over there is, is out of jail. But it's like it just irritates me every time she say, my wife. God of mercy. It's just like it just irritates me because people can say what they want to say and they can believe what they want to believe. But if we as Christians believe that the Bible is right, then we know this is an abomination before God. This is some of the kinds of things that's causing God to wreak havoc on the land. Amen. But that's just one of the things. Amen. But just being rebellious and uh, just contrary to the will of God. And, and God is saying, you know, we know by, the, by his word that the long suffering of the Lord is our salvation. God tolerates us. He does things to us. He does things, you know, that causes some adversity in our life. All he's doing is, hey, slow down and take a look. I'm trying to help you. But, you know, and in, 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 in overall, a more a better said, I think, is that I want to save you. So get back in line and, and do what I'm telling you to do. Amen. Because when I said get back in line, I thought about the lyrics in the song. Amen. How he'd waited, he'd waiting patiently in line. You know, this why would we have God waiting in line when we know he's our he's our majestic God? He's our sovereign God. He's our omnipotent God. He shouldn't wait in line. He's supposed to be the in the forefront. He's supposed to be number one in everything we do. Amen. Our, our, all our being, no matter how much we love our children, our spouses, God comes first. But the devil tricked people up to do some other stuff. Amen. But um, we're going to talk tonight out of the book of Second Peter. Amen. Last week, um, Thursday, I think it was, while well, we were in First Peter, or Tuesday night, we were in First Peter. So tonight we're going to be in Second Peter, and what we're looking at is, and, and let's keep in mind, and I say it frequently, and I say it frequently on purpose, that God sent the prophets to, to uh, address the issues that were going on in the people's lives. That's how much God loves his people, and he doesn't want to just kill us and just annihilate us. So he sent the prophets to the people to let them know what was going on. But when we look at his love is he would tell the prophet to tell the people what their problem was, why, why, and then why they had it. And then love kicked in and they let them know how you can fix it. And if you fix it, then the, what I'll do. Amen. And so we just can't help but help loving God because of how, who he is and what he's done for us. Amen. So we, we, we want to um, be better students of the gospel, and we want to be better stewards of the wisdom of his word to help others come out of darkness into this light that the Lord's created for the righteous. 
Amen. So Second uh, Peter, and he's writing to encourage. The prophets wrote to encourage. Amen. Hear all of these Pauline letters, the Petrine letters, and uh, the gospel letters. They are all written by the inspiration of God in the New Testament dispensation, addressing issues in the lives of the church and the Lord's chosen. So when we read these letters, there is some something in it should edify us, instruct us, encourage us, motivate us, influence us to get a more ready mind to be who God would have us to be. So in 2 Peter in chapter 1, um, Simon Peter, he's simply identifying himself, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Amen. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ because Jesus sent them out. Amen. Jesus sent them out. They didn't go out on their own. Jesus sent them out. To them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we can see in his salutation, you can already see admiration and love. Verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And now what we've come to understand over time reading these letters, when we find this kind of salutation or these words in the salutation to the letter, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I'll say for myself, I have been able to ascertain or to determine Amen. That there was something that was in the body of the letter that Paul was, the, the writer was going to address. And that was to help the people to understand how to move forward and to be who God wanted them to be. So he's saying it's grace. And we know that in 2022, we need more grace. Yes. Amen. In 2022, we certainly need more peace. He was saying it to them then, and he was saying, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through what? The knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. It's kind of like the psalmist said. He thought that everybody was doing so well and prospering and just going on having everything they wanted in Psalm 73. And then, but I think it's in verse 17 when he said, but I went to the sanctuary of the Lord. Uh, when I went into the sanctuary, he said, there I learned, there E-N-D, what was happening to them because, of, and it kind of gives some um, support to what I, that little phrase that I coined that people don't know and they don't know that they don't know. Amen. And that, that's the kind of thing was going on then and it's going on now. But we certainly need more grace and peace. And he asked the Lord to multiply Verse three says, according as his divine power, amen, as the, according as his divine power has given unto us all things, or as what? According as God hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, divine power. Because we're talking about what we're doing in the spirit. Amen, praise the Lord. This is why it's important that we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, because, hallelujah, see, hallelujah, because the Lord said that the day would come that I would, he would walk in his chosen and talk in them. Amen. And this is what he's doing in a New Testament church. 
And so he said here that the, um, the peace and grace be multiplied because we're going to come to a greater understanding of who the Lord is and our purpose in the Lord. Amen. So we're not just chosen by God to just keep from going to the lake. We've been chosen by God, hallelujah, to be a demonstrators of the personality of God, amen, and the traits of God. And so he said here, uh, the way the peace is going to come, the way the grace is going to be multiplied in our life is through the knowledge of God. The more we learn about God, and all of us can testify to that, the more we learn about God, the better we learn how to be who he wants us to be. Amen. Amen. And say, according as his divine power, again, according as to how God has given unto us all things. Listen to that. Uh, and according to, as his divine power hath given unto us all things, all things that pertain unto life, and godliness. But what do you hear people saying? So a lot of these church goers, what do they say? Well, you just don't know what it's like for somebody to stand in your face and, and lie. You just don't know what it's like. You know, just if they say that again, I'm gonna lay the Holy Ghost down and all this, and I'm gonna get them and all this kind of thing. But what he has given us all things. With the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have power of all the power of the enemy, and we shouldn't act like that. How we should be demonstrating the personality of God. So all things that pertain unto life and doing things God-like. Amen. Forgiving people that mistreat you. Amen. Taking the short end of the stick, to use that little colloquial saying that how we say sometimes. Um, through, again, here we are. The knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. And again, um, according as he has given us all things that pertain to how he wants us to be, we're going to learn how to do that through the knowledge of him that has called us has called us unto glory and virtue. But look at what he, how, he, what, how he framed this. Verse four says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. So what we're looking at even said the law couldn't save us. Amen. The law got us to school, but it takes the Holy Ghost to graduate us. Amen. And in this New Testament dispensation, he, he's saying again here um, that through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, going into verse four, whereby knowledge and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding exceeding. Well, I just can't take it. I'm just tired. If they say that one more time, exceeding great and precious promises. Amen. Precious, great. I mean, because nobody can save us but God. And he promised he would do that. Amen. And isn't it precious that he looks beyond our flaws and our faults 
And as he does that, he provides us by his divine power. He, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We have at our disposal the word of God. With the word of God, we have the opportunity to really know who God wants us to be. I mean, this is why when we become good stewards and good students of the word, I mean, we're going, our life, as we demonstrate, as we live our lives, we're going to be, hallelujah, demonstrators of the word of God and the intended purpose, amen, that God has given us the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, verse 5 says, and beside this, giving all diligence, well, I don't feel like it today. Giving all diligence. Well, I'll go, but I'm going to leave early. Giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue. Verse 3 says what? Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Well, he's called us by his glory, by his virtue. But here he's, he's saying in verse 5, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. Now, we know, amen, that the Bible teaches us that um, many many teach it this way. Um, when I first learned it, um, I heard people saying, you got to have now faith. And, you, and <laughs> now faith is, you know, you got to have now faith. Well, anytime you have faith is now. Amen? But like we, I've, I've made an attempt to kind of show the continuity of the flowing of a thought. Amen. Because like in, in the 10th verse, 10th chapter, where he's talking one thing, but then in the 11th chapter where he says, uh, now, it's supposed to be read like, rather than saying, now faith is, it should be read, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But, amen, we Lots of us do what we feel like doing. But anyway, um, beside this giving all diligence to add to your faith, believing what you don't see, that you will see it. And why do you feel like you will see it? Because God said, amen, that he's not a liar. He, he's, going, he's a promise keeper. He's promised us these things. He's promised healing. He's promised deliverance. All of these things. When we please him, he's going to grant all of these things. And so it takes faith for that to happen. But he said, but add to your faith virtue or moral excellence. And to virtue, your moral excellence, I mean, what? You got to live a good life. I mean, it just... It's fruitless to be out here talking about how sanctified and saved we are. Amen. And then everywhere we we people can't tell us from folks is going to the club every night and all this kind of thing. We we look like, you know, just people that just don't know anything about God. Yes, I know there are people that can't do any better. Yes, there are. But a lot of people don't do any better because they don't know to do any better. But if they would learn to do better they would do better. I think Maya Angelou even said, the thing is, when I, when I was young, 
I did what I was what I was taught, but when I learned better, I did better. And like with us, amen. When we came to the knowledge of the truth, we knew we came to realize that running around telling lies and getting caught up in promiscuity of every sort was not what God wanted out of us. So we changed that, and that had to happen in our morality. And so for moral excellence, and then add to virtue, knowledge, spiritual truth, what God's word tells us, not what somebody's opinion is, but what the word tells us. And always remember people of God, the Bible is real clear that there is no private interpretation to the word of God, amen? We look back at all of the prophets, we'll find it as God spoke to the prophets, the prophets, many of them spoke to, to, to God's people, those things, and in many cases have affected them uh, after that, but they never prophesied something that was contrary to what God was saying. Amen. They don't put a spin and a twist on it. You know, but, well, I know that's what the Bible say, but, but you know, you know how it is. I just, I don't feel like that myself. And all, and then somebody will jump up because they're weak and deprived of a good level of intelligence, they'll jump off and say, well, well, that's what Reverend so-and-so said. And so if he can do it, then I'm gonna do it too. But we gotta do better than that. Give a virtue, add to our moral excellence, spiritual truth. And to knowledge or spiritual truth, we add temperance, self-control. And there are a lot of people that we know I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that, Sister Angela. A lot of us need better self-control. Amen, that, that better? Yes. Amen, because the, whether we say it now, but God got us already with it. Add to knowledge temperance, which is self-control. And to temperance, patience. And that's what having the endurability to get through hardship and difficulty and adversities without losing your identity. Amen, praise the Lord. Amen, and then to uh, the, your endurability, your endurance, add to, to that patience, add godliness, uh, being godlike. And what is godlike? Amen, God forgives. God loves in spite of. Amen, he doesn't hold grudges. The only thing about God is when he keep warning the people and warning the people and warning the people, amen, he just, he, he, before he does it, he warns us, it's in his word, violate his rules and his laws, and there's coming, amen, there, there's a, a recompense coming. And when it comes, amen, just be ready for it because it's going to happen. But our job is to help people to understand the characteristics of God. Verse seven says, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly love. Amen. If you love your, if you love your biological, if you love your biological, if you love your biological sisters and brothers, praise the Lord God. Hold on a minute. Let me try to get back.
I'm coming. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I'm just trying to help. Here's somebody call here and um, just knock me right off. Oh, come on, come on, come on. All right, I'm back. Um, let's go, we're going to verse seven. And to godliness, brotherly kindness, or brotherly love, that as you would love your brother, your sister, then you're gonna love every man. Do good to all men as much as you have opportunity, but especially over the household of faith. So showing love, showing kindness. Amen. Being ready to help and assist when we can. And to brotherly kindness, add charity. Amen. And charity is volitional love. And I'm just saying volitional love because you have the ability to choose to do what's right and how to do what's right. God leaves that up to us. Amen. But he's letting us know this is what he wants us. Charity is what he wants us to demonstrate. For if these things be in you and abound, this is the Lord having Peter to write to the people, and this is his second letter. Sounds like to me that the people were having a little bit of difficulty because like by 2022, we'd probably be talking about um, Peter, here's volume 90, uh, volume 2000 or something, because people have to constantly be reminded of what God wants us to do. And he gave these things uh, for us to do. And he said now in verse eight, now if these things be in you, if we use these things, if we live our lives, if we conduct our lives according, amen, to what is enumerated here for us, amen, in um, verse five, six, and seven, we're going to be able to please the Lord. And he said in that, make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful, where? In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And when we won't be unfruitful, that is like a lot of people running around, they're talking so much about that you know the Lord and, and all this kind of thing, praise God. Um, I say this, and I and I think the word validate. I know that the word validates what I'm saying, is that for a long, long time, we would say things and we were taught, and everything we were taught was Jesus this and Jesus that and Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. And you hear me out. I, I'm not crazy. And I haven't lost my mind. Amen. Jesus, the Son, was given to show us how we're supposed to do what He was doing. When he did, when he showed us what we're supposed to do, his primary cause had to take place. And that was to what? Become a ransom of the redemption for humanity. But look at the love of God. He didn't just throw us out there. He put his son in the land, let him, let him live three decades and change to show us how to live, how the father wants us to live, how to conduct ourselves in adversity. How, how we should echo both, hallelujah, how we should act when people um, confront us, you know, with, with some kind of accusatory statements, whatever it might be. But when he did that for him, 
when God was satisfied that Jesus had done his job, he took Jesus out of the land. The Bible tells us, and all of you can real clear about it, that Jesus went and he's now sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Jesus said, and I say this frequently, and I'm saying it, I'm saying it on purpose. Jesus said, heretofore you've asked nothing in my name, but hereafter whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. And he demonstrated that with Lazarus at the tomb, right? He prayed and he said, I'm praying, Father, because I know you hear me always, but for the sake of the people. What was he doing? Preparing them that he was getting out of here. So what he was helping them to understand is, I'm getting out of the land. I'm not going to be in the land anymore. So don't be looking for me around the corner somewhere to come help you out. But when I get back to glory, amen, praise the Lord, that the Father's going to send another comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes, when we become regenerated or born again, the same spirit that was in Jesus in the land some 2,000 years or so ago is the same spirit that never regenerated believer tonight, if we can believe it. So our responsibility is, amen, Jesus taught us, amen, when you pray, how about you remember when uh, he told his uh, his disciples, well, John's disciples are praying, teach us to pray. He said, all right, after this manner ought ye, after you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the indwelling of the Spirit of God, then you can call him Father. And so at that point, this is how you need to pray to him. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Because he left it on record, so whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name. What did he teach him? Ask the Father using my name. But what does the church world keep right on doing over and over and over again? And somebody like me sounds stupid and crazy, don't know what I'm talking about, and they just pass me off, but that's all right. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know what the Bible is teaching. Amen. And I'm trying to help those that haven't come to, to the full uh, knowledge of it yet to, to come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Pray to the Father. Pray to the Father in Jesus' name. And God's going to do what we want. So like we said before, when you're inviting somebody to come to church, Amen. I, I think it's appropriate. I know people say, well, you need to know who Jesus is and you need to come on to church so you can find you need Jesus. And all that, you know, um, I mean, th that is so contradictory to what he taught us. Amen. We need to come to church and say, we, we, let me introduce you to my God. Mm -hmm. Let me help you to understand who my God is. And as we explain and teach who our God is, we cannot get by talking about Jesus. And we're going to let them know what our God, our Father, what he did. I mean, created a son, put him in the land, and used him to show us how to do with the spirit in us. Amen. And then he took him out because he was the propitiation. He was the atonement. Amen. The redemption for humanity. He did his job. He's not in the land. Amen. So if you, I know that 
um, there's some people that's been around a long time. Amen. They, they, they keep saying it and they'll say what I'm saying don't make no sense, but amen. I hope that God just knows your heart when you keep on praying to him and saying, asking Jesus to stop by. Amen. And maybe one of these days you're going to wake up when you find out he ain't stopping. You might give heed to to praying like he told us to pray. Amen. So I just wanted to plug that again there for that. God, thank you. But he that lacketh these things, he that lacketh this understanding, because who he just said to us that we would grow and all of these things would grow in us through the knowledge of God our Father and Jesus our Lord. Right, and so verse nine said, but he that lacketh these things, look what's wrong with him. He's blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. That's what the devil is working on the church with on July the 7th, 2022, causing people to forget about where God brought them from. Amen. And, and if we keep on following, I think again, saints, people of God, Everywhere, something that I think that we need to, to give heed to is that, praise the Lord, be careful of who you keep in your ear. Amen. It might be mama and daddy and brothers and sisters, uncles and aunties, but saints, let's just be honest. Let's, let's, be, let's act like the students and the stewards of the word of God that we profess to be. If they don't know God as their personal savior, Savior, how can they tell you who he is? So you be careful how you follow their instruction. Because the Bible teaches us only the Father knoweth the Son and the Son, the Father. Amen? So God communicates with his Son. Hallelujah. Amen, praise the Lord. And the Son prays to his Father. And to as many as believe on the name Jesus, to that individual, and there's no gender specificity here. Whatever, amen, they believe on the name Jesus, to them God gives power to become sons. And there ain't no homosexuality in that. God help us. Amen. He said, so if we can't move on and allow these things that God has given us that we can be godly and demonstrate the Lord's personality, he said, he that lacketh these things are blind. And the church today seems like it's losing its sight day by day. Because what? The falling away is taking place. How's that happening? Because the God called the devil cunning and crafty. He said in the one place he used to be as wise as a serpent. So God lets us know what? If we hear the wisdom of that is you can't play with the devil. He's too slick. This is why we need the indwelling of the Christ of God by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that we can discern his spirit when he's around us. Amen. So, wherefore, verse 10 says, wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. If you do these things, you shall never fall. Make be of your make sure. Uh, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Amen. And so what the thing is, all of these people running around here just want these titles and all this kind of stuff, ain't doing nothing, ain't even living sanctified 
but want all of these titles and stuff. But what the Lord is saying here is very, very simple. What? Many are called, but few are chosen. And then another place of what Paul wrote in one of the Pauline letters, he said, amen, we are called to be saints. And if we're going to be saints, then we got to do what the word is telling us here that we should do because God gives it to us, amen, and as we grow in the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, we become better sons, amen, in the earth, better, amen, his children in the earth. We become demonstrators of the truth of God, and people look at us, amen, they don't want to hear what you got to say, but they can't stop seeing what, you, what they see you do. If you, don't, if you don't walk like them, you don't act like them, you don't go where they go, you don't talk like they do. Let them call you whatever they want to call you. Amen. We see here with this verse 7 said, um, add the brotherly kindness, charity. Amen. And a, just some definition for that is volitional love. You have the volition. You have the ability to choose. You can choose to just let it blow in the wind, or you can choose to sit there and get mad and get out of sync with God. One of the two. God said, vengeance belongs to him. God said, I give you power to make the devil flee from you. Why are you going to sit there and argue and debate and all this kind of stuff? Amen. We're moving on. Verse 11 says, for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When we do what God wants us to do, when the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds, amen, with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, when he shout out, amen, the righteous that are in the grave because they had the indwelling of the Christ of God by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, being born again, amen, that living soul that lost it, amen, until the Holy Ghost came, amen, will now rise out of the grave, and Paul said, and look back, we'll be able to look back, and I just say it this way, grave, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Because we diligently follow the precepts of God, follow what his word was, amen, amen, let people say whatever they want to say, but because we are enveloped in the favor of God, amen, the favor of God will just deflect all of these uh, words and things, and I'm trying to think of the word, I mean, these, these arrows and things that have been shot at us by the devil. Amen. They'll they'll we just be deflected because we're enveloped in the faith in the uh, favor of God, and when we do that, Amen. Now I'm outside. Hallelujah. Verse eleven says, "For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." He's given us that we talk about answers. We talk about being saved. Talk about what it takes to be saved. Amen. If we can't get it right, if we don't understand the intended purpose and the full knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're not going to make it. He's telling us here, right here, I made a statement last night to some people. They were supposed to be like tearing for the Holy Ghost and they just up there, and, and, and afterwards I, I said, you know, me, I said, just say something. And I said to them, I said, I'm, what I'm going to say is I'm not trying to act like I'm so in charge. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings but I'm going to say what I'm going to say to try to help you. And, you know, that's because some of you, I've seen you up here year after year after year. But I, when you get your mind made up, 
that you're willing to walk by the rule of God. When you get bitterness out of your heart, when you get the junk out your heart, I don't care what nobody say, I'm grown. Get that mess out your heart because only God knows the heart of a man. And when God looks in your heart and see that you cleaned up as best as you can clean up, because I thought, who was it, Peter or Paul? One of them said, you know, you, he, uh, you, you sanctify yourself from the things of the world. And then what? And then the God of peace will come and sanctify you holy. Do what you can do to get away from doing what you used to do. Amen. And when you can't drop it, you can't get rid of it, then God's going to come and help you out. That's what he's teaching us. So we can't be like, that's my brother. I don't care what nobody said. Blood is thicker than water. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I think that if we be smart and we be wise, we'd be making the decision. Amen. Praise the Lord. Blood is thicker than water, but I'm not going to let, amen, no, my brother, my cousins, and nobody else cause me to do something that's going to cause me to go to the lake of fire. Amen. Because I'm going to try real hard and I beseech you, let us live real hard by the word of God to help people to see. Amen. Praise God that we're going to hold on to God. We're not going to give up on him and he's going to come to our rescue because verse 11 says again, and I'm moving on, but so an entrance shall be ministered to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 12, wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Wherefore, or therefore, or since I've explained that to you, amen, and now you should have, you've got better understanding, I'm not going to continue to treat you like I once did. I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth, amen. And so sometimes, saints, when we look at, and we know it's the truth, is that sometimes I like the pastor preach some things over and over and over and over. And I know some of you all might be sitting here tonight and say, well, somebody over here taught on this not too long ago, not too many months back. You know, but the thing about it is this is July the 7th, 2022. This wasn't whenever that was. Amen. Let's accept the word of God because God is talking to us. Amen. And I'm not going to say he's talking to somebody. He's talking to us. And every one of us apply this word to our lives that we can be better, that people that see us, they may, they may not even speak to us. Amen. But when they see us, they see how we conduct ourselves. They see how we act. We might, they might try to make us a spectacle. They might try to mock us. But go on. I'm in control. I have the self-control. You can't make me mad because I'm choosing not to get mad. Amen. All you're doing is making people see how demeaning you can be. And people will get to know you for who you are. And when they need somebody to trust, you just might not be the one. Verse 13 says, yea, I think it meet as long as I'm in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Amen. 
Because Peter, the Lord told Peter that they would come, that he would be led where he didn't want to go. And certainly that day came. But historians tell us that when they were going to put Peter on the cross as they did the Lord, Peter made a request. And that is that hang me upside down because I'm not worthy to die like my Lord. <laughs> That's how much love he had for him. And all of this love that we got for the Lord now, we just love him with all our heart, praise the Lord. Amen. And as soon as we get out of church and get somewhere, and sometimes even right in church, somebody can say something wrong or something to us, we get irritated and we start acting up and showing, you know, you don't know me. My God, we just got finished worshiping God and hit the devil got you this quick. At least, at least make him let you get outside. But in the church, when you know, you get my point. Amen. But if we choose to walk according to and have with diligence what the Lord is teaching us in his word, if we seek to be who God wants us to be, we won't be like the devil wants us to be because we can't love God and mammon. We can't love God and love the devil. Amen. If we're giving our heart to the Lord, amen, what God told Joel, rend your heart. And if you rend your heart, I'll restore to you the years that my great army that I sent amongst you because you were hard-headed and rebellious. I destroyed stuff. I took it from you. I wouldn't let you do it because you wouldn't be who I wanted you to be. But if you turn to me with your heart, your whole heart, I'll show you and I'll cause people in your life to know who your God is because I'm the miracle worker. Hallelujah. Amen. But, you know, I, I feel sometimes that that God is really anxious to work more miracles than he's working, but we're just not in a place to cause him to do it. Sad to say. Amen. Because we really need some miracles wrought in our lives. But we've got to be demonstrators and we can't walk like the world. We can't walk in darkness. We can't walk in the blindness of them that's alienated from God. And because of a lack of the knowledge of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the intended purpose of the gospel of Christ. We are to be demonstrators of that. Amen? We are supposed to be dictating to the world how to live this life. Because the Lord said, what? Well, I came to might have life and have it more abundantly. I came to let you live life and you be able to do things that other people can't do to show who I am. Amen? Not just so you can have you got five cars and you got three houses. You got a house in the mountains and you got a house here and you got a house over there. There's a whoop to do. Amen. So what does the profit of man to gain the world and lose his soul? But our relationship with God should override and supersede any natural thing that we aspire to have or desire to have. Amen. Because like the Lord let us know, if we delight ourselves in him, he'll give us the desires of our hearts. And the desires of a regenerated heart are the things that are give God glory, that will give God honor. Amen. It's not looking for fleshly desires and admiration. Amen. We're not doing things so men can look on us and pat us on the back. Amen. But we are doing what we do that God, as the prophet said, what? We want to give God joy. And we give God joy. He gives us strength to keep doing what's not popular. Isaiah said it, right? Isaiah 53, he looked at it and he said, 
basically, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, I said, said I, I see the church in 700 years from now, but what God wants out of it sure ain't going to be what he, what he wants because people are going to fail him. And even though he's going to give his son and it's going to please him to do it, but people are still going to turn and walk away. And the Bible teaches us he came to his own and his own received enough. Amen. But thank God, amen, he said, but I'll get me a people out of a people. Amen. That's how we got on board. This is how we got inside the kingdom, because of the love, the mercy, and the grace of God. Verse 15 says, moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. Because he tell I'm getting out of here. And just like it is in every dispensation and in every generation, amen, all of us as pastors, uh, we should be trying, seeking to groom somebody to succeed us. God, Josh, Moses had Joshua, amen, but we don't find where he was grooming him because it was God's, what God was doing. And God fixed Joshua, amen, and God told Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. So Peter is teaching the church here and helping the church to know that the Lord, I'm, 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 I'm leaving, amen. And you know how some of us are, and God help us all. I've seen it with my own eyes, and some of you have as well. Sometimes when the leader goes to sleep, the church breaks up and just disperses, just goes all over the place because there was not a good successor. Hmm that had been prepared to move up and to be elevated. But so what Peter's doing here is, he's saying that I'm gonna get out of here, but I'm trying to prepare you to be able to succeed me, to come after me. And right here in 2022, we should be trying to prepare a people that know what the truth of God is. And the truth of God is more than just um, trying to please somebody and try to make, you know, a, a show off and make somebody happy and all this kind of thing. Amen, praise the Lord. We should be seeking to please God by walking in obedience to his word because the Bible is right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I say this almost in every service and I'll continue to say it. The Lord Jesus left it on record. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things shall be added. Amen? They ain't going to just fall out of the sky. But what it basically is helping us to understand is, as we move forward to be who God wants us to be, he was going to provide things, and he's going to allow people and our means into our life to accomplish what he wants done that's going to give him glory. That's the kind of attitude that we should have in life. Um, he goes on, and this is admonition from Peter to help the people to understand how to do better. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables. When we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty, we saw him speak to deaf ears and they started hearing. We saw him speak to blind eyes and they started seeing. We saw him speak the paralysis and made it leave to, man, get up your bed and go home. We saw it. We are witnesses. 
all these things. We are witnesses of his majesty. People, they call him a wine bibber. They call him a Beelzebub. They, they call him a blasphemer, but he never got out of character. And so he's saying, we are eyewitnesses of his majesty. And now all of us know today, praise God, help us all. But every one of us right now probably knows some people. Amen. And I personally, I know some preachers, God help us, that will get angry with you in a heartbeat and use some of these little four and three letter words. That is not right. God, I mean, I well, God's got it in control. Every idle word. Verse um, 17 says, For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from, exceeding, from excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. We are now the sons of God. Let us follow the pattern of Jesus Christ. Let us stop trying to please people. Let us seek to please God. When we seek to please God, the people that we need around us, God will put them around us. People that don't need to be around us, God will send them on their way. Amen. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Verse 18. And this, for, this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn, and the day star rise in your hearts. He promised that he would send another comforter, and we are witnesses that the comforter has come. We have the baptism of his spirit. We now have indwelling in us the power to do the things that the Lord Jesus Christ did the prophets he prophesied to Nicodemus a man must be born again of the water and of the spirit and when the day of Pentecost was fully come it happened and we are witnesses that it did happen knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation he didn't tell Ezekiel something then had Isaiah go and defute it he didn't tell Jeremiah something and then turn around with reading somewhere where Amos or uh, Hosea saying something contrary to it. Because God said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What I say to one, I say to all. So this is why we say very frequently, be careful what you hear and from whom you hear it. Because the way that the devil is destroying the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is through deceit and through lies. And if we trust God, there are going to be some dark moments in our lives. We're going to have some lows. But the thing about it is God promised he would never leave us, not forsake us. So I bid you, if you're having a, a, a low moment, hang in there. Amen. Because the word of the Lord said, when you reach now unto God, he'll reach now unto you. He'll never leave us. He'll get us out. Somehow he'll get us out. He'll create a way to get us out if he has to do that. Amen. Everybody is subject to God, whether they're saved or unsaved. 
And if God needed to take somebody unsaved to get you out of a situation, that's but a light thing for him. All we got to do is to have the record that God is pleased with us. Last verse. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. But holy men of God spake, they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And I wish, and I hope, and I pray that as people stand up today in congregations and wherever they might stand, and they open their mouth and say, the Lord told me. They open their mouth and say, the Lord showed me. Let's pray that they're not lying and they're doing it for filthy lucre. Or they're doing it for stardom. Amen. We don't have to go, we don't have to be liars. We just got to be believers. Trust God. Because as he had Solomon to write, and, and uh, God is going to maintain our cause. He chose us to help people in darkness to come out of darkness into this light that he's created for the righteous. And so he's going to provide for us whatever it is we need. As the apostle Paul said, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. And if he has to make somebody that hates you, give you what you need to be who he wants you to do, it's but a light thing for him. Amen. So we just want to stay in alignment with the word of God, be in compliance with the word of God. Don't be at ease in Zion. Amen. Don't let all these things that are going on in the world, amen, deter us from being who God wants us to be. Amen. And I'll say again, praise the Lord. If we are not ready to be ridiculed and talked about, if we are not ready to be peculiar, and, amen, we, we're just not ready to do this work that God has charged us to do. So people of God, amen, let's get it in our hearts and tell people that you know. Amen. Stop lying on God so much. Every time we turn around, it's just, I was driving down the road the other day and, and the Lord spoke to him and told him, said, look at that tree over there. And I'm like, which tree, Lord? And that tree over there is bent over a little bit. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you know what? It ain't the leaning tree that falls first. And I said, well, praise you, God. Now, stop. Come on. We just know that from, it's in the data bank. We know stuff. Give God some credit. This is why we, he baptizes with the Holy Ghost to help us retain the spiritual things that we need to know. Amen. So let's stop lying on the Lord and just let God be who he is. He, he's he's, he's God, been God a long time. And he's good at what he does. And he knows how to take care of us. And if we let him, he's going to bring us out of this darkness that's trying to, to cover us like a cloud. He Hallelujah. Amen. This pandemic and some of this, all of this other stuff. Amen. The true church of God is coming out. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I'm stopping there. I thank the Lord tonight for the opportunity to share with you. Amen. The word of the Lord. Amen. And I ask you to let's just be more diligent about being demonstrators of his word. We don't want to just be scripture quotas and Bible totals. Amen. We want to be people of God that become the word of God because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God 
and the word dwelt among men. We called it Jesus and Jesus, the word said, where I am, you can be. And the things that I've done shall you do and greater than what I've done, you can do. I mean, he was in one person, but everybody received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. All of these students, all of us, all the Christians around the world, amen, that really believe can at the same time demonstrate the power of God if we believe. So the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory tonight for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you for the opportunity, Holy Father, God, to share your word with your people. Thank you for allowing me to expound here and there on your word. God, to help, trying to help it make more sense and have, it, have more clarity, to cause it to have more adhesiveness to it that'll stick with us. God, as we go throughout the day, every day, to be who you want us to be. I pray your blessing upon every church, God, the written epistle of church and all the other churches that are uh, with us tonight, God, um, through via Zoom and our live streaming. God, move by your spirit. God, grant all the pastors everywhere refreshing from your presence. God, that every preacher, every pastor, every believer, God is going to stand up and preach and declare this gospel without favoritism, without fear or compromise, Lord. But we'll do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray. And I do believe it so. And everything that we've asked God tonight, Lord, I'm believing that you're going to provide it for us. Amen, and thank you, God, and I do believe it so. Clap Amen. your hands, everybody, and give the Lord praise, if you will. Amen. Clap your hands right where you are, and just shout hallelujah right where you are. Come on and shout it with me. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank hallelujah. 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 Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. And I hope that you got something from it tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we're going to go ahead and um, close it out. We pray and I'm praying and I'm believing. Amen. That the Lord is going to allow you to be able to receive with clarity the intended purpose of the gospel of Christ. We're not deceived by people that are, are smooth talkers. Amen. But we're going to hold fast by the indwelling of the Christ of God, by the Spirit of God. We're going to be who He wants us to be. Time's winding up, saints. Amen. And God's looking for people that's ready to stand up and be peculiar and different as He wants us to be. And if we can't do it, again, I say we're not ready for it. But let us love one another. Love is stronger than hate. And as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them. God bless you. Good night. Have a good, good safe weekend. Good night, everyone. Thank good you. Night. Good, good night, night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, overseer. Good night. Take care. Be safe. Good night, Good night. Good night. Good night. God bless you. God bless you.